0: probably be, be, be pretty tired throughout this podcast because i woke up at 6 a.m to start playing the new avengers video game and i <laughs> haven't stopped playing it
1: in lieu of an intro i think we should
0: leave that in <laughs> oh, i think with- i think that that is the soft intro that's the last time that's i'll ever speak intro. of it because okay. it is very nerdy it's are you okay a- i don't have my headphones in and they're like oh my god i'm
1: so fucking disheveled right now it's just part of my life you know so work was absolutely insane today and i just go. got done so yeah so you can probably hear me better it's, you now.
0: sound like a new man with the headphones in so
1: i feel like a new man
0: drop an All intro right. for us here we go good
1: day ladies and gentlemen and welcome to a brand new episode of hot property
0: my name is dan scully and i'm steven richards
1: <laughs> as steve already said he's Tired, as can be evidenced yeah. by his introduction. You got to be honest
0: with I'll perk up as soon as I continue drinking my concoction here of truly uh-huh. and juice. I thought you were um,
1: going to say, but, I'll, I'll make myself sound more perky in post.
0: I'll yes, bump up the, the <laughs> levels. And make it sound I'll make perky. myself sound like a chipmunk. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, we do have a very special guest this week, um, a near and dear friend to my heart. Uh, my favorite bartender, and also my dad, Mia Skayosi-Saya.
2: It's pronounced Sosha. Oh, thank you. Mia Sosha. It's great to be here. here. Uh, uh, Long time listener, first time caller.
0: Um, Long time meaning all 10 episodes? Yes, and
2: (laughs) friend of the podcast is now something I can add to the title, so thank you. Oh, yes.
0: Right on, right on. Can I
1: ask in what capacity you are Steve's father?
2: Um I just give him advice and tell him when I'm proud of him and also tell him when he's disappointing me. So. Oh, right
1: on.
3: Also she I has like...
0: these really great dad pants that she wears during the summer that I'm really make her look of like it, like a yeah. Of what? Some really
2: pleats pleated pleated shorts love a yeah. pleat. Like something a dad that.
0: would wear to a vacation in Orlando, Florida. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I'm currently wearing cargo shorts and then a a uh, bandana just to keep my hair in check for now. So yeah. I feel quite dad-ish, despite the fact that I am not a person that should ever have children.
2: You know why? I saw a tweet the other day, and it was like, women canceled cargo shorts because of all the pockets. And I think I agree with that. I don't have a problem with cargo shorts. You can hold things. Yeah.
1: Honestly, I think it's, I have like so much gear that cargo shorts are helpful.
0: I'll tell you and what. And also, I don't wear
1: it. these shorts to please the ladies. I wear these shorts <laughs> to keep my hands free for pleasing the ladies. No, for, um, I, I keep my hands free. I like to,
3: you know. <laughs> so.
0: The thing I hate about the extra cargo capacity is that when you do put things in those pockets and you start walking around, you get that like slap against your leg everywhere, every, every time you go. And it's yeah. just the noise the fuck out of me.
3: But don't
2: yeah. you guys
0: always have that? Kind of, yeah. yeah. But I also hate when like, I can hear my keys jingle from my pocket, so I'm easily annoyed by my pants area. It does Fair enough. <laughs> and I, I know <laughs> how that sounded.
1: <laughs> I mean, we could probably arrange a way to get you wheelchair-bound uh, permanently, where you don't have to yeah, worry about any what? jingling and jangling.
0: Wouldn't that be a dream?
1: Would it? Be careful what uh, you wish would, for. or not. All I'm not, saying is if you way. needed to have an accident, I could find someone to facilitate such things. Listeners, I'm doing air quotes quite a bit. so.
0: And this is why we're driving separately on Thursday. Do you want to tell everyone about what's happening on Thursday? Uh, I mean, do we want to
1: come out of the closet as, as
0: people who are about to do this? Maybe we should wait and keep it a surprise for next week.
1: Yeah, let's keep it as a surprise, because in my uh, other entertainment output, uh, there's no real room to properly talk about this yet, as I will probably be the only person with the knowledge to do so. So we can actually have a discussion on here. But um, I guess I should delay one of my talking points for next week then. All
0: right.
1: Because I I have some... uh, But honestly, I think it will do well next week
0: and i'm sure that everybody including mia who has no idea what the fuck we're talking about is like glued to their seat right now wondering what the fuck we're actually talking about but now you never know
2: i am I mean
1: you're a listener she'll know eventually
0: yeah um so how do we want to start this do we just want to go right into the snack cupboard i mean we can do it however you want do you have anything to report do you have anything that you want to share not really all i can think about is avengers and when I can get back to Avengers, <laughs> can we talk about it? Like, what is this? What's the game like? It's pretty good. Thank
1: you for really taking us there. Really Yeah, bring I, mean, there. yeah I mean, it's wild. Thank you. It sounds right. amazing. I'll take two, please.
0: <laughs> so it is. It is. It is pretty cool. Um, the whole premise is like, uh, you know, there's a big Avengers Day event in San Francisco that goes sideways and. Um, then all the Avengers get blamed for like this big explosion and people gaining powers and shit. And then you as Kamala Khan, who is Ms. Marvel, you have to go and convince all the Avengers to reassemble. Uh. And so as you unlock all the Avengers, you get to use them in various missions and things like that. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a really fun game, really well done. And I, actually stopped playing a couple hours ago because i hit a part where you never know, want to play, you ever play a game where you just want to throw the controller against the tv i almost got to that point and i was like you know what let's lower the blood pressure and wait until after the podcast to play more of this
1: <laughs> this is supposed to be fun yeah i have an issue with video games die for. i like easy games if I have the option to set it on easy, I will set it on easy. If I have the option to set it on super easy, I will set it on super easy because I get really stressed when a game gets hard. So much so like, like for example, I was playing Pokemon Shield on Switch and I got up to the final last battle. I've done everything there is to do. I'm not going to catch them all. That's not what Pokemon is to me. Uh, but I wanted to win that final <laughs> battle. And I played the final battle twice. And even though I'm just like maxed out, I, I like, just barely lost both times and I've just made the decision to never play Pokemon ever again at this point. Like I, yeah, I beat it. I didn't beat it but like, it's, it's beat for me it's fine. What else can I say? Yeah. What's it gonna so, look like when I win? I don't care. I don't need that kind wait, of stress.
2: So isn't the, the slogan of Pokemon that you have to catch them all? So, I mean I don't need Poke- like to
1: be told what to do.
2: Is Pokemon for you the friendships you find along the way?
1: It's the friendships and like I collect as many as I can but like if I beat the game and there's like oh you still have like 30 more to catch it's like well then let them be free because I just don't need them like what am I gonna do with them?
2: Who are Hold you? What am I a them? zoo?
1: Yeah what, yeah, what am yeah. I a fucking pokey zoo and so yeah I just to me it was just about getting through the story and having fun and doing a little uh, legal dog fighting if you will and so that's what it is and now that I'm at the final fight I'm confident that I'm as strong as I'm ever going to be um, I'm not interested in going back and getting stronger. I can't beat the final guy, so I won't. I played that game for like 50 hours, money well spent. We're good. But Let can him be free as well. Out, yeah, he can be free. He, you know, he wants rank, to isn't... be the pokey leader. I don't, clearly. So if he that wants was, it, yeah. he can hold on to the title.
0: That's what I was going to say, because if you beat him, then you have to be the pokey leader. Now you're trapped inside the game for I'm the stuck. rest of your life. until Somebody comes along and beats you.
1: It's like when you're running the beer pong table, but you'd really just like to go back to the regular table and chat with your friends. Yes. And and no matter how hard you try to lose it, you just keep winning. Oh, I hate it. I don't want that.
0: I do not want that I think you made the right choice. Um, So Avengers,
1: if it got hard for me, chances are I'd be like, well, I guess I'm never going to get to be Iron Man.
0: Peace. And according to the stats on the screen that I saw, I am only 17% of the way through the story. And I'm already (laughs) wanting to fucking... You know, murder my my belongings. Can you set it easier? Yeah, but uh, I don't but know, what? man. I'm not, I'm not like you. I want a challenge.
1: Easy is still typically a challenge for me. Yeah. Because there's always one part that's hard. Maybe I'm just getting older. Could be. I, certainly I want to introduce a to new segment. Games, and now I do. I will try to beat a game. Before, I would just play Maybe. it until I was like, ah, I've played things.
0: All the games that you told me to buy are like fun games that you play like a little bit of
1: yeah that's how i like the game
0: so that's your like. win that's that's how you win well like i got luigi's like mansion Uncut 3 Shams. and luigi's
1: mansion 3 was like hard enough but i managed to beat it uh like mario odyssey i beat they're fun you know ghostbusters i beat uh, you know I, but all on easy or regular or whatever the the basal setting was and i just you know i, I don't want to i'm good
2: it's supposed to be an escape. Why would you make it harder on yourself?
1: Yeah, I don't want it to be hard. I'm just busting some ghosts over here because, because busting makes me feel good. Thank you. I was hoping. You're very welcome to say that. <laughs> were you even um, before we were talking about it? You woke up today. You were like, I gotta get a busting. Makes me feel good in your. I do. Today.
0: It's my goal every day, and I can check that off the list now. <laughs> yeah. All right, I want to. Dan, I talked to you a little bit about this this week, but I want to do some new segment. And I told me to come prepared. I did not tell you to come prepared, though. So you're going to think on your feet. But we're going to play a little game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one knows. Um, we're going to play a little this game how I get on called my feet. Actor Roulette. Oh, okay. Where we're each going to uh, name an actor and then we're going to write the elevator pitch for the movie they're all starring in. So we will each pick one actor for this? Yeah, but they're all going to be in okay. the same movie. Got it. All right, Mia, your actor is?
2: Um, I would like to nominate um, great character actor and other great Steven in history, Steven Root. Ooh.
1: Okay. Ooh, I like me some Steven Root. Same. Good choice.
2: Have you guys been watching the new Perry Mason that's been on HBO?
1: I hear it's fantastic.
2: It is so good, and he is a crooked DA, and he Ooh. is wonderful. He's oh. wonderful in everything he does. But um, this
0: is also this is also the dude. I had to look him up because I forgot his name. This is also the dude as I know him as the um, the cuckolded dad from Dodgeball.
2: Yes, he's <laughs> um, also Milton. Bill yeah. Dotyve, King of the Hill. Come oh on. yeah. Mm-hmm come on that's my, that's my favorite Steven Root.
0: to be honest. My, oh, right I, I just love it dodgeball when like the his like mail order bride is like giving him like the L signs like L for love, L for love.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was really good and it's a show that I stopped watching because it got just too out there for me but he was really good I think he was in either the, the first or second season of True Blood and yeah the, that was back when True Blood when like the whole vampires can now drink manufactured blood thus they can all sort of come out and be out in the open and for the first two seasons it like read as a coming out of the closet allegory and so then he shows up as a vampire who's actually a gay vampire so they like doubled down on it and I don't know he just he was
0: really good in it it always sticks in my head. That is the most memorable um, moment of that entire series for me because that was complete bullshit otherwise. Mm.
2: Yeah, he's truly, you know, a working actor, man. Like, his yeah. media is just like stacked. But, um, you know, of course, there's office space. For office space.
1: He's Milton. Okay. Love it. He wants his I damn stapler.
2: Yeah, he really did a lot for Swingline in general. And I think he's going to he do kinda, a lot for this movie.
0: He right kind of looks like a completely different person in Office Space because, like, you yeah. see him in his other roles and it's like, does not look like Milton at all. Yeah. That's how transformative um, he
1: is. And it's not like he's like, uh, he has a very unique look to him generally, but the way that he can make it work for so many different things is very chameleonic. Yeah.
2: Oh, man. And also, um, Barry. You guys watch Barry? Yeah, I was, I was
1: just no, about that's to say Barry. One. I was just about to Barry's say Barry's also
2: very good. He's also, uh, you know, kind of a jerk in Barry, too. No spoilers? I really
1: want to start Barry. That's very much my flavor. I, I don't really watch a lot of TV because I watch a lot of movies, but in quarantine I've been working through TV. So mm. Barry is very high on the list.
3: It's very uh, one good. of the
1: guys from Barry, he was also in Gotham. I don't remember his the actor's name. Oh. He's got crazy eyes and he's bald. Yeah, but he's no the Ho robot Hank. in the new what is it? No,
0: his his name in the show is No Ho Hank.
1: No Ho Hank. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's him. Yeah. He plays a robot in the new Bill and Ted movie, which is Fantastic, by the way, and he is
0: absolutely hilarious in it. Like, really, really good. I never got. I, I'll be honest, you, I never got into Bill and Ted. I just it wasn't for me. Dude, take take
1: like I mean they're they're very short. So take fifteen minutes out of your day, watch all three of them, <laughs> and I promise.
0: Yeah, they're We're really a lot it. of fun. I got very too much Avengers it. to play. All right, my actor is <laughs> my actor is Chris Rock. Okay. Is that Chris Rock from Head of State? No. It's Chris, Chris Rock. Well, it's Chris Rock from being Chris Rock.
1: I know. I'm, I'm, I was tr- trying I'm, to do a bit where I didn't recognize Chris Rock. It just didn't play.
0: I'm sure. a little. The, I think one of the biggest movie postponements that upset me was the Spiral, uh, the sequel to Saw coming out that was directed by Chris Rock. I don't think it's
1: directed by Chris Rock. It stars I think, I think him, but I is. think
0: he had his hands in the, in the script. I'm pretty may, sure it's maybe, yeah, maybe you're right. By Darren yeah.
1: Lim Boosman.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I, knew right. we, I knew we had something on the back end. Did I get, the, did I get as... the director's name right? Yep. Mm-hmm. You sure did. But, and Samuel Jackson is in it. But yeah, that was one of the... And I'm not really a big into horror, as we've talked about before, but I really wanted to see this one.
1: I think it'll be cool. Uh, the, yeah. I think for me, one of the features of that's... all of those Saw movies is they don't play fair. There's always a yeah. piece of information that in order to crack it, you would need that they purposefully withhold. And yeah. so there's no way to predict the ending of any of them. Like maybe the first one you could do it. But then one of the gimmicks is they just always pull the rug out. And they're like, ha, gotcha!" you. And you're like, you gave me 30% of the information. Of course you did, yeah. But that's like part of the fun of them is yeah. when they're just like actually yeah. it's 1962 oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay they're like we're not even gonna tell you how cell phones turns happen. out yeah, the okay. video
0: game was playing you
1: yeah exactly like, okay and it got that the high score but I'm in isn't
0: that uh, what I want so uh, just to be just to be clear I want I want the smoldering detective cop character Chris Rock for our movie
1: <laughs> fair enough he's got a smolder you
0: know I'm a yeah. fan of that
1: what were you saying about True Crime?
2: Oh, uh, guilty evidence! When guilty they purposely evidence. withhold a bit of the um, when they purposely withhold like a bit of the information about the case, and they don't release it to the public because it's something only the killer would know. Mm-hmm. But they oh know.
1: yeah yeah that's how, they, that, that's how they stop piracy of Saw movies. If someone's just like, "Hey, Saw producer, it's actually 1962," ha 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 they're like, "It must have it must be someone who works for us that's going to pirate this movie."
2: Exactly.
0: That's how they know. And it came from Jack at SonyProductions <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The email did.
2: SonyProductions dot Korea dot com.
0: Yeah. All right, Hi. Dan. Who do you got? Lakeith Stanfield. And now you can make me look somebody else up. I know you know
1: like his, Lakeith. Stanfield know. is like currently my favorite kingship.
2: An he was Atlanta. sorry to
1: bother you. He's, uh, he's in Uncut oh, yeah. okay. He's in the Death Note remake. He's... Uh, yeah, he's Knives he's... Out. Knives Out? Oh, he's great in Knives Out. Yeah. I think he's so funny. I think he's so versatile. I think he's going to be famous until he's like 100 years old. Uh, but I think Lakeith Stanfield is like the best. And so I'm, and I, and I would love to see him alongside Chris Rock. So already we're off to a good start.
0: All right. Yeah, I like this. Um... I right. Have an idea. Um right. Let's okay. hear. It. Wait, hang on, wait, before we do that. Well, what's your idea? Because I have a, I also have an idea. But you go first. A,
2: a weekend at Bernie's reboot. Okay.
0: Ooh. You know, I was
1: recently watching a uh, Friday the Thirteenth movie, and I believe it's number seven. There's a dickhead dad, and it's played by Bernie. And you'd never recognize him because he's alive. He, well, he doesn't stay alive for long, but he's alive. Is he and wearing I'm sunglasses? Like, what? <laughs> he's not wearing sunglasses. He doesn't do the the weird shuffle from part two. No, he's just like a dickhead that is there. He exists to be a dickhead and then to be like stabbed to death by Jason. And uh, so, it's a great role for him. But I'm like, why is this guy familiar? <laughs> it's fucking Bernie.
0: Am I, Mia, in your... In your idea, am I to assume that Steven Root is Bernie? Yes. I feel like that's a waste. That's a waste Uh, of his talent. No, no. I don't think that's
1: a waste because Steven Root doing, like, part of the art of being Bernie is not being completely limp. It's being, you know, resistant to the things they need to get done. And, you know, like, the fun of it is that it's, like, difficult uh, to, to manipulate this guy. And so I think part of the role is you have to look dead, but also kind of be a nudge about everything. And I think we mm-hmm. can really do well with that.
2: And don't forget, Bernie is alive, like in the beginning of the movie. And then what, cir- what circumstances cause him to die? And like what happens surrounding that? So so,
0: is, so are Lakeith Stanfield and Chris Rock the, uh, the puppeteers of Bernie?
2: <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Now, which so, one is uh, the straight man and which one's the goofy one? Like, which one is going to be? Uh, oh, now I can't remember the actor's name. Is it Jonathan so Silverman?
2: Jonathan Silverman and Andrew McCarthy. <laughs>
1: Andrew McCarthy um, of Mannequin Two fame. Yes. Of a
2: Mannequin Two, classic one. one great film. Great film. <laughs> I would um, like to
0: see, like, because you would assume that Chris Rock would be the goofy dude, but I would like to see the roles reversed. I agree. Where he's the I think straight so. man. Yeah. I think
1: the age helps with that too, where Lakeith would be the one who wants to like, no, we can use this to our advantage. Whereas Chris Rock uh, wants to keep everything, you know, on the up and up, as, you know, and then he's in over his head, of course. I think Chris
0: Rock as a straight man is not a bad
1: idea. I think so too. I agree. And the age suits that. Now, that is
0: one of the reasons that I was really excited for Spirals because of that. What is the situation
1: again that puts them puts Bernie in their care. It's been so long since I've seen it.
2: Let me let me read you the synopsis. Yes, um, please do. Fun-loving salesman Richard played by Jonathan Silverman and Larry. <laughs> uh, should we keep their names Richard and Larry? Anyway. think about that. Um, <laughs>
3: Maybe.
2: Larry played by Andrew McCarthy are invited two of the, by their two boss. Two of the
0: whitest names on the planet Earth. <laughs> I say we keep them. I think that's funny. <laughs> keep
2: so they're invited by their boss Bernie to stay the weekend at his posh beach house. Little do they know that Bernie is the perpetrator of a fraud they've uncovered and is arranging to have them killed. When the plan backfires and Bernie is killed instead, the buddies decide not to let a little death spoil their vacation.
0: <laughs> I had no idea this was such a sinister film.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Dude,
1: you I mean, want to know there's the plot a lot of, of the same
2: music. Yeah, Dude, isn't it like Voodoo? One.
1: Yeah, in the second one, uh, it turns out that Bernie had access to some hidden treasure. So these voodoo guys take his body and they need to sacrifice a chicken and it'll bring him back from the dead. This is a hundred percent true. It will bring him back from the dead and he will lead them to the treasure. But, but they don't have a chicken. So they use a pigeon and as a result, the spell doesn't quite take. So he doesn't come fully back from the dead, but whenever music is playing, he marches towards the treasure
3: oh, calypso <laughs> oh, music
1: god yeah, it's calypso music yeah and, so, and what's is funny absurd. is i've seen this movie a hundred times because it was a tape that i had as a kid i didn't see weekend at bernie's one until much much later in life so like I, bernie to me was just always about dancing guy <laughs> what the fuck he gets a harpoon through his head at one point but it doesn't matter because he's dead so he just keeps dancing with the harpoon in his head it is comedy gold yeah I should it's mention comedy the, bronze
2: i should mention the last line on this movie synopsis is that they they pretend bernie is still alive leading to hijinks and corpse desecration galore
1: <laughs> hijinks on the high seas and corpse with desecration. Corpse. <laughs> I, I would love
0: in the meeting that to market this movie they're like guys we really got to mention the corpse de, corpse desecration because i think that's a big sale point for this film
3: isn't it like yeah. in true
2: like 80s movie like style that there are many women trying to fuck Bernie as well? Oh of I, course. Oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And they're just like totally oblivious to the fact that it's a dead guy.
3: <laughs> Necrophilia probably, was
0: also
1: running rampant in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Well, and being in an 80s comedy, I can guarantee you that there's no no fewer than than at least two sex situ- situations that are comically unconsensual. Yeah. Oh, and I don't mean comically Porky's. by actual, com- I mean, intended as com- comedy because it was it's the Porky's. 80s. Yep. Yes, Porky's All is like the head. king of what's called the 80s rape comedy. Yes,
2: exactly.
0: If I remember correctly, the only thing missing from Bernie, A Weekend at Bernie's, is um, the douchebag on the ski slopes that was the bad guy and you had to defeat <laughs> him in a race at the end.
2: <laughs> like like Bernie, you're such a movie. nerd. What was yeah. that? Not Better Off Dead. Is that Better Off Dead?
0: Uh, Better Off Dead is a ski movie.
1: Um, I believe, but the one that's famous I think is Ski School.
2: Uh, isn't it kind of the same
1: thing? Yeah. <laughs> They're all the same. Yeah, uh, Every movie John Cusack made in the 80s is the same movie. Yeah. One Crazy Summer is the same as, but you know, it's all the same.
2: And then Hot Tub Time Machine is just like a combination of all of yeah. those things mixed together. Now,
0: if we wanted to bring this movie to the next level, we could um, make it a real dead person that we use and we can call it weekend at Bernie (laughs) Max.
1: I mean, I'm not going to put my, my funds into financing this movie, but I'll buy a ticket if it happens. I'll I'll wait till it
0: comes out on DVD. Actually.
2: CGI (laughs) Bernie Max.
0: I do yeah. think
1: that if we're doing this in the modern era and we're doing it the way that we're doing it, I think a lot of the humor would have to come from the fact that two black guys are puppeting a white guy and yeah. that they would have to make him act white. And I think there's probably a lot of comedy to be mined out of that. We all saw white chicks. <laughs> this is done. Yeah.
0: Are we keeping the title weekend at Bernie's or are we calling it something else? No, we've got to,
1: I think what's going to happen is this can't be a remake so much as a reboot in the world of Bernie um, okay. you know so that it could be like you know we like Weekend at Howie's or something I don't know what his name would be but everyone would be like oh it's a Weekend at movie this must be about a dead guy and that oh. gives us license to change the circumstances through which Stephen Root gets killed you're and talking his about corpses in the care of our our comical desecrators uh Lakeith and Chris
0: you're talking about building a Van Wilder-like brand around yes. Weekend At.
3: Yeah,
1: Yeah, and I want to actually, since we, to get this financed, we will need to tie those in. So it's going to be American Pie Presents <laughs> National Lampoon's Weekend at Howie's. <laughs> that's what it's going to have to be.
0: Starring Van Wilder.
1: Yes. <laughs> no, just starring, um, now I forget his name. Uh, I only am going to know him as Kumar. Just starring Kumar. Cal, Penn. Kumar. Cal Penn. that's it. All right. Now, what's the situation, well... though, that gets them into the. Because uh... like, we need a couple things. We need it that people were going to kill them that they didn't know about. And then they accidentally killed Steve, uh, Steven Root's character. Hmm. Hmm. So maybe, I mean, so in the original movie, it was a financial thing. They uh, discovered that he was cooking Frog. the books or something, yeah. And then he was going to have them killed for it. So maybe, uh, hmm, why would Stephen Root be wanting to have these two guys killed?
0: Um. All right, Chris Rock and the Keith Stanfield, 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 Stanfield. They,
1: um. He has both own, I-E-E-I situations in his name.
0: Yeah. They own a popular, um, you know, easy dining restaurant that they're trying to expand. But Stephen Root a owns casual? a property. Easy
2: dining? What does easy dining mean?
0: Fast casual is what I mean. Okay. But they're trying to expand it, but Stephen Root owns the property <laughs> that the first one is on, and he's not going to get a cut of the expansion, so he wants to take the, um the franchise into his own hands and build his empire on that. It's a greedy situation. Yeah.
2: It's not like a fast casual restaurant, like a chipotle that's the first thing comes to mind. It's it's pretty pretty much they
0: own a Chili's is what I'm getting at. (laughs) Because we always comes back to Chili's with us. Yeah.
2: (laughs) What if it's like a cool bar or something?
3: Yeah. And then there's a
2: nightlife aspect to it. And it's like who hangs out there and who are the shady characters that hang out at this disco tent.
1: Ooh. Yeah, because then yeah, then there would be assassins involved. Yeah,
0: and then and then you definitely Russian have the lab. opportunity for Bernie to do a dance at some point. Exactly.
2: Yeah. when he's dead. Well, I think that
1: that's uh, I think that's something that we should have at the end, like almost a post-credit, since we're obviously gonna have the oh, yeah. universe on this thing. Would be that you if know everything at... gets solved or whatever, and Bernie gets buried and all that, and then we we re meet the two guys from a uh, weekend at Bernie's two uh yeah. when uh, the, the two uh, the guys that had to sacrifice a chicken and uh, they're at this bar they're like well we can we can bring we can bring this back. <laughs> I don't know how we'll, we'll tie it together we'll make it kind of and then cool. September but by earthwind and Fire starts a to play to work with and they're like well it'll have to do and then we fade to black cue some calypso music and then everybody's <laughs> right. in the nose just like shit how am I gonna survive till next summer when weekend at uh, returnees, he comes back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I want to point out weekend that Terry Kaiser, Returnies. Terry Kaiser, who played the original Bernie, is still alive. So he's got to make a cameo at some point.
1: Oh yeah, well yeah. he could be. Also, maybe... I would like a Terry
0: Crews cameo too. Terry Crews cameo. Sure, sure. He could be the he could be the trigger man.
1: I think that would be a lot of fun.
3: Ooh, that yeah, uh, would that, that
1: Terry 80 Kaiser could be the trigger man. But even he's as an 81. old guy, he could be like one of those. Just like I'm the old professional mobster. I don't mess up. Because mm-hmm. I'm the guy that you trust and then lo and behold, he messes up. And what did I do, you know, when he finds out.
0: All right, we've got, we've got a lot more ground to cover. I'm gonna take a hard left here, guys, and just change the subject completely without a segue. Um, we, I stumbled upon something that will lead us into the snack cupboard, because I don't really have a snack for us today, but we can start with this. I'm, there, I'm a
1: little disappointed that we abandoned that so quickly. We didn't even get into the interplay.
0: We're, we're, I got, I'm focusing on our time, man. We we're ha- we're spent 30 minutes talking about our Weekend at Bernie's. You gotta edit
2: the replay. sound. You gotta edit down, you know? All All right. Work
0: on it. It's too late. We already made it. Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Howie's. <laughs> we'll we'll it. We'll come back. Weekend at Returnees. Weekend at, at Returnees. <laughs> <at Weekend> <laughs> the
2: return. The return. Bernie's. All right, let's, do,
0: let's keep going. All right, so like Weekend it. at Returnees, Attorney's <laughs> Revenge. Oh, I like it. So the sequel would be who, whatever lawyers were involved in the first one <laughs> get their revenge. All because attorneys rhymes with returnees—a word that that's I exactly what. Now. <laughs> do you think Hollywood like like built their foundation on original ideas? No, it's either they no. rhymed. Yeah, I the the giving rhyming Adam has, Sandler
2: money,
0: so yeah.
3: anything's possible. Yeah, if rhyming Adam Sandler can get us by us on funds, fucking was,
0: recycling the same bullshit joke that comes out of his ass all over and over again, and just go on vacation with his friends. We can make weekend Returnees to attorneys revenge.
1: <laughs> weekend at Returnees. there's a two in here already. <laughs> weekend It's actually the third
0: one. It's the third
1: one. Attorneys revenge. He'll put yeah. the whole system on trial. Love exactly. it. Exactly. I think I think we need to just because and we like, can now. I think we need to. The tagline has to be feel the burn. <laughs> Even though there's oh, no burning in this one, it has Love to be it. feel the burn. Love it.
0: <laughs> All right. You know what? Here, no, you know what? Fill the whole thing in the trash can. Steven Root's no longer a brother's movie. It actually does star Bernie Sanders. (laughs) (laughs) And it is Weekend at
3: Bernie's.
0: (laughs) Weekend at Bernie's at Bernie Sanders' house with Chris Rock and Lakeith Seinfeld. Stand Lakeith Seinfeld. Lakeith Seinfeld.
3: Seinfeld. (laughs) And it's like an alternate
2: reality. And it's like an alternate reality where Bernie Sanders actually wins the presidential election for 2020. And he's assassinated.
3: Yeah, and, but
2: they have to pretend he's still alive because they're voting in like a new Supreme Court justice or something. Oh, that's incredible!
0: Chris Rock yeah. and and the Keith Stanfield have to keep him alive for the rest of his uh um, yes
2: presidency, just the whole presidency. four years. That's <laughs>
1: incredible.
0: Yeah.
2: There's a lot of montages, but we make it yeah.
1: work. Yeah, yeah. And, and Terry well, Cruz, Terry Cruz is the head of the, of the Secret he Service. Doesn't rot. <laughs> Like we're definitely gonna have to have like no lividity forming or rigor mortis yeah. or anything like that. There has to be a reason behind it, and it can't just be magic until the second. Um, year, of course,
2: socialist healthcare. There you
1: um, go. <laughs> That's it. That's the
2: secret sauce. Socialized. That's healthcare. why they take
1: them out. That's all the donors. <laughs> they don't want that shit. Uh,
0: okay. No, I got it. I got it. Uh, Chris Rock is a doctor, and removes all the joints, so they have Doctor free... Rock. Doctor Rock. Yeah. And his name is Doctor Rock, but it's his yeah. name. First name is like Stanley Rock or something like that. <laughs>
1: and then and like so he Stanfield's removes some joints. So
0: whatever you miss, call him, they have full range of motion of Bernie's complete uh, appendages. Because there's and no, since joints. he's not going to run again. We could probably get him in this job. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just flying around like into We're this going idea. Do taxes
0: on the on the rich. And Terry Crews is the head of the Secret Service who has like an idea of something is not right about Bernie Sanders.
1: And I think that very frequently he should be shirtless and he should make his pecs dance while making a threatening face because Terry Crews is good at that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Also, it's like, you know, in a house of cards where there's like a bunch of those rowing scenes of uh the, the president like in a rowing machine, You should just do a lot of like Terry Crews work on montages. He's,
3: he's, yeah. He's <laughs> just <laughs>
1: screaming and lifting. <laughs> it's just old spice commercials as <laughs> the montages. Ah, nah. Man, he's a he is a gift.
0: Dude, yeah, I love that. Too. You know that I mean I I think we told we talked about this before, but he because his son was like interested in gaming he learned how to build a gaming pc for him and then built himself one so he could play with his son he's a genius yeah. he like
1: only played professional football because he needed to make money while his career as like a painter wasn't taking off that's like he, yeah. he's like a poet for real it's like he's renaissance
0: man oh for, he also he also is a um pretty sufficient flautist is he really
1: interesting yeah
0: that's amazing yeah well, he's got to well, like, be a movie I saw one clip on Brooklyn Nine-Nine where he's playing the flute and I was like, is he? Because you can tell when people like mime instruments on TV. But I'm like, it kind of looks like he's not miming this instrument. So I would look it up and yeah, he's, he's a proficient fla- flautist. That's amazing.
1: I will yeah. say one of the things that I hate, I, it actually drives me nuts when people aren't actually playing, if they don't even try to make it look good. Um, yeah. It's one of the reasons why I love Whiplash so much is that he only kind of knew how to play, but they edited around it so beautifully. But uh, the Bill and Ted movies are are pretty bad at that. But the new one actually kind of like doesn't address it directly, but they found ways around it to like fix it. So you never actually see them fucking up. It's, it's,
0: well, isn't, isn't Keanu in a, or he was in a real band. I think they broke up.
1: Yeah, he was in, I think they were called Dog Star. And he was of course the bassist because yeah. he was the quiet one with thoughts. And um. I've never heard them but I imagine they're probably decent. Then again, that's All what right. I said about Russell Crowe's band and then I put them on to see what <laughs> they were like and 30-odd <laughs> uh, oh, uh, 30 30 foot of grunts, they're very bad. <laughs> and a lot of it has to do with the fact that their head lyricist and singer is uh, B- Big Daddy Russell Crowe. Oof. Yeah. He oh. just kind of sings like that. But not in a fun Tom Waits way. In a like, Dad, can you just stop doing this band, please?
0: Way. It's not fun. Who's better, Russell Crowe's band or Bruce Willis's band? Oh, the Accelerators. <laughs>
3: um, <laughs> I
1: think Bruce Willis's band because they seem to actually have knowledge of the fact that it's a novelty thing. Whereas, like, oh, okay. I suspect Russell Crowe might think he's a rock star. <laughs> You know, <laughs> like I think Bruce Willis was like, "Yeah, I'm funny and I can play a rock star, and I'm not dealing with baldness well." Let's make a band, and then that's what happened with him. Whereas Russell Crowe, like back in the day, was like, "We're gonna go on tour, we're gonna, we're gonna take down the world, and do lots of coke, and I'll win an Oscar in the in the process." And we're like, "All right, calm down, Skid Row, you got this." And it turns out he's just a big old Humpty Dumpty actor
0: boy. He really is. I, I do that's love thinking of. Though. Speaking of Humpty Dumpty, I have a question for you. Is this a
1: stupid question or are we tra- no. doing this transition
0: into the cupboard? Do you think you've got what it takes to take America's snacking game to the next level?
1: <laughs> I don't I sure know. Did. I'm stuck on cheese ends, man. If they didn't do it, I, then I don't need to <laughs> bring it to the next level.
0: Fucking cheese ends, dude. I bought two jars if you for today, you ate, ate
1: two jars of cheese ends today? No, I bought two jars at the grocery oh, store today because I was
0: picking up some essentials, So just cheese ends. Jesus it. Christ! I thought you said you ate two jars of cheese ends today. No,
1: no, no, no. But I, they're not going to make it to the end of the week
0: because I was going to say do, if I'm you get, ate I'm two
1: jars of cheese ends Thursday morning, so I might avoid eating them just to like raise my points a little bit. I would suggest uh, that. I would suggest yeah. that. Wait. So I'm going to hold on. All
2: right. I I just wish we lived somewhere that sold cheese ends. Like, that sounds like- We do, go to Acme. I don't go to Acme. I don't like Acme.
0: I'm telling you, that's where they are. (laughs) Yeah, that's where you find cheese ends,
2: at a deli.
3: (laughs) It's
0: the only way you could do it. All right, if you think you've got what it takes to take America's snacking game to the next level, you need to submit your most fully loaded creations, including hell of a good dips, for the chance to win a one on one virtual chat with restaurateur, chef, author, and TV personality. Guy Fieri? Guy Fieri. Bobby, yes. Bobby Flay. <laughs> oh, man. If it was it.
1: Bobby Flay, I'd want to win just so I could talk shit to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be yeah, like, I'm creating yeah, yeah, a cheese, okay. motherfucker.
0: Dude, so. I don't want to be. This guy is a here. contest. I would be too hey, much of guys, a fucking dweeb. I'd be like, oh, know what- oh, my God.
2: Guy. It's very cool.
0: You know, hell of a good dips, right? The brands. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So they want you to make a recipe, including, um, some kind of hell of a good dip. And we, you'll talk to Guy Fietti where he'll share his very own tips for creating fully loaded creations at home. Now there's a couple things that concern me about this website. Number one, um, they keep, um, capitalizing the words fully loaded as if it's part of their brand.
2: Is it like TM?
0: No, it's like no there's only the TM just capital F fully capital L loaded like that's a like that's a that's a a hard adjective a proper adjective to describe creation Um, and then this um, uh, very interesting high school photo that is his tips have gone from uh, blonde to just complete platinum really I don't know if that's a choice
3: He's
2: getting older. Yeah. He can't frost the tips the same way. You know, it's just going to turn gray.
0: But his goatee—his goatee is still Man. a very deep, deep brown. Well, that's just because it's stained with barbecue sauce. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's got the permanent <laughs> aura around his mouth. So, are so we that's... creating a snack, or are we creating another dip? No, I'm just. Or do we have to use hell of a good dips you... in the recipe we create?
0: You have to use the dip in the recipe because the recipe, I mean, not even a recipe, it's just an image of a burger. Um, Okay. So I'm going to tell you what's what's in this sandwich. No, it's not even a burger. (laughs) It is. is If you're in flavor. I'm going to, I'm going to read you from the bottom (laughs) up, what these ingredients are. It's bottom bun. What looks like a very healthy portion of hell of a good French onion dip. um, About six strips of bacon, uh, beef patty, American cheese, tomato, Lettuce. What looks like a fried chicken cutlet tossed in buffalo sauce, more hell of a good French onion dip, tomato, lettuce, onion, top bun.
1: That's all. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna. I would eat it. I would definitely.
2: I'm gonna text you My this individually so enough. you can
1: see what I'm looking at. My mouth
2: yeah, is not do. big enough.
1: I mean, if we gotta invent a snack with those dips, I think I'm. I'm gonna open with like get some potato chips. Oh, dip Vanessa. them in the dip let I, me meet uh, guy let's do it
3: <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> we can do a couple things so like
3: yeah.
2: guy fieri loves we got to tailor this to guy fieri though right because like likes and wants and needs, right yeah
1: i need it to be absolutely disgusting
2: yeah so i've got it my All original right. thought my original thought was to make a quiche like a crab quiche with like one of the jalapeno dips or something like that and like
1: Ooh. That shit
2: in there you um, were kidding
1: about them tips
0: yeah oh
2: god yeah yeah, that's not
0: a is not disgusting enough you need to think more
2: disgusting
0: he
1: won next food network star by making non-seafood uh uh sushi where he was like wrapping uh you know pulled pork in the rice wraps and things like that so yeah we got to think like huge
2: okay here we are here we are here we are Okay, we make crab dip, right? So we take the... I'm going with crab for some reason. So we take, like, the jalapeno dip... Because <laughs> he then looks we, like a crab. Yeah, he does. And then we then we mix crab meat in there, right? And then we freeze it into, like, a long, long shape. And then we wrap pretzel bites around it, and then we fucking deep fry him.
3: yeah. So right, we do yeah.
2: crab dip stuffed pretzel bites.
3: That's good.
1: Oh, I just want to do that.
2: Yeah, right? That's I think,
1: incredible. Right, I got... I got something. And and I like then we can, we can nice dip it more light.
2: hell of a good dip. Oh, yeah, it's light. It's a light snack. You can run a 5K afterwards. Yeah. <laughs>
1: totally fine. Super light. And
0: caramelize. Light. We caramelize 50 onions.
2: <laughs> okay. in here. 50.
0: 50 <laughs> onions, and we put them down on one baking sheet and we freeze it um, until it's not completely hard, but it's malleable. Then we take. Um, another a bunch of other onions and make them in onion rings okay and we take those onion rings and we lay them perpendicular to the uh frozen sheet of onions that we have we roll them up so now we have an onion tube wrapped around caramelized onions
2: i hate this but go on
0: now we fill the cavity in the middle with the hell of a good french onion dip and freeze that <laughs> completely <laughs> solid my right, bread. No, I'm not sticks, done yet. I'm not done yet. <laughs> we take that out now. It's, now we, what you have is, a, is an onion Swiss roll, right? So you cut slices of that in, batter them, deep fry them. The ultimate onion ring. That's pretty amazing.
2: There's not enough Or they could be beef.
0: the buns for a burger.
2: Ooh. That's exactly
0: oh, yeah. Because when See, I think not of bread and, meat. that's why I keep you around. Because I, I can I can lay up. I'll shoot the ball, but you got to slam dunk it right in there. Now those well, are I'm still for up the there burger. right now.
1: You ready? You ready for this dunk? Yeah. <laughs> when I think hell of a good, and I think taking it to the next level to the level of say Flavor Town, I think why stop at one dip? Why and stop? How do we separate the two dips in the flavor profile without turning them into one super dip? And how do we do it with as many cheese ends as possible? I will tell you. So no, the cheese ends aren't involved. But here's what we do. We take one of the dips and we spread it out into like a patty formation. And then you freeze that. When it's frozen, you put your ground beef around it so that it's the filling of a burger. And you cook that burger. And then on the burger, you can add a different type of hell of a good. It's separated by the beef. And if you want to put your onion creation as a slab on top of that, I mean...
2: Be my I
1: mean, guest. We're accepting applications yeah. for more hell of a good. So that's where well, my- Guys, me. guess
0: what? Guess what? Guy Fieri's calling me on the phone right now. We won the contest.
3: Pick
2: <laughs> the we phone up. It.
3: I am going to send it, it straight to time someone
2: now.
1: mentions deep frying some dip, I always hear about it. <laughs> and I heard that you guys were
2: telling,
3: oh
2: my God. Is, is hell of a good sponsoring this podcast now, or-
1: uh, I mean, no, they're well. fucking up if not. they don't take the opportunity. They might as
2: well, yeah. yeah. I think we've, we given them a good,
1: we've
0: given them a good 12 minutes of free ads for the yeah. 25 people to listen to us. Man,
1: how amazing is it that Guy Fieri just like, if it's like just fucking it's food. Everyone Fieti. in the world, it's Fieri. All right, what if G-Man, like he took winning <laughs> Next Food Network star and he parlayed it into being like the, the poet laureate of, he's junk food laureate of America. And yeah. that is a really that is a permanent and unshakable position. The la- the junk food laureate of America. Now he is that's... the Pied
2: piper leading yeah. everyone. He is the diner, the, the
0: drive in and the dive.
2: He is the triple D.
0: <laughs> triple D. He's it's also like the triple Father, G. Son and the Holy Spirit. <laughs>
2: he is,
0: he is d- diner, uh, he the diner, the drive in and the dive.
2: He is essentially our spiritual turducken. Well,
0: Yes,
1: he he's really is. He's also physically an actual He is he's actual the human form of turducken because he yeah. has eaten a turducken and it lives <laughs> right. inside of him now, and so he's a uh, he's a he's a guy turducken. It's Stop.
0: operating him like a robot. <laughs> the turducken is
3: wait.
2: Yeah. Guy, is guy Fieri, Fieri? Fieri
1: is long dead, and it's just the thoughts of a sentient turducken. <laughs> like I have a body. <laughs> we can get people to eat more shit. Wait, I need hell the, of a good dip.
3: Is this Bones a me, bro. Is <laughs>
2: Is this the fourth weekend at Bernie's now? Guy Fieri's? Oh, to have it in yeah. To in? Ooh. Mm. I
0: mean, weekend we at Fieri's. We,
2: weekend, at Fieri's. <laughs> weekend in Flavortown. Flavor Flavortown. Ta- Colon. Flavor weekend Town. In Flavor
0: Flavortown.
1: That's actually weekend how, how Stephen Root would die, is he orders, like, the ultimate sandwich that, like, if you finish yeah. it in less than an hour, yes. you get your picture on the wall and no one's ever done it. And mm-hmm. so he does it. And I don't know, maybe... <laughs> Just like, he dies. And because Lakeith and Chris Rock are just two strangers next to him, but everyone sees them, they're like, those two look suspicious for some reason. They, they fucking did it. And now they have to pretend he's alive. Done. Yeah. Ah.
2: Or he's signing over the rights to his, uh, you know, cool club. But at first he wants to go out for a celebratory dinner. But before he's able to sign it over, he eats the giant sandwich, has a heart attack.
0: Ooh, Okay.
2: And then they have to keep him alive just so they can be oh, with lawyers, you know.
0: What about and this? What about this? I love he, it. He fakes his own death because the name of his club was Flavortown. He's being sued by Guy Fieri.
1: <laughs> An acrimonious Guy Fieri.
0: So love the it. entire time, Bernie's actually alive, but he has to pretend that he's dead and has to go along with uh, Chris Rock and Lakeith Stanfield's uh, antics. Yeah, their,
1: their hair harebrained scheme. Their yeah. hijinks and horseplay
0: love it but, but the twist is he was alive the entire time it's like reverse sixth sense
1: yeah, yeah yeah he was alive the whole time and then it turns out that the lawsuit gets thrown out because uh, he, they didn't pronounce it Fieri. the documents all said fieri <laughs> and so it just became not
0: not legal anymore jesus Christ. like you got you got through We've a talked loophole. about guy Fieri so long like,
2: Not long enough. Between really.
0: between Fieri and Shaq, like they, we got to get them guests on this podcast, man. <laughs> we can get Shaq. I think we can get we Shaq. Can, yeah, can get Shaq. Shaq if, if Shaq John can do can commercials for Shaq. the General,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Go. To, we if can. If Shaq just can call do gold general. bond commercials, he could be on hot property. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. So should we do All some right. snacks? Yeah, I, I do need to pee first before we do this, so I'm going to take okay. a quick pee break.
1: Up. Are, and sorry. Are we gonna leave this on the air? Or are you gonna edit this out? All right. Let's make this material so good that that he can't edit it out, and he just misses oh, it out.
2: That's a lot of pressure for me right
1: now. Yeah, that's true. I guess you can just chill. Wait. Wait. Do you see these snacks? I was in. Well, I can't. I'll, I'll wait until till the snack portion. But um. Hmm. Yeah. Because How's quarantine my... treating you?
2: It's great. And because my love language is gift-giving, I dropped off a bag of random snacks at Stephen's doorstep because I originally thought I would be going to his house to do this and that we could um, eat uh, a snack together. When they told me, no, he records it on Zoom. And I said, well, you know. Um, so I have dropped off some weird selections. And, cool. And um, we'll find out what happens.
1: Right. I, I like the term that you use your love language. Yeah. i've never heard that before but oh I, God, i'm totally picking five, up what you're putting down
2: you don't know about the five love languages
1: it, it sounds vaguely familiar but i don't i'm i don't know but it, um, it like piqued my curiosity yeah. when you said that
2: it's a thing that people like to talk about it's like the five ways of expressing and receiving love so it's like when you talk about um you know uh what do you like to do so those five so it's words of affirmation acts of service receiving gifts or just gifting uh quality time and physical touch so like Mm. my husband is very into acts of service so he'll always be like i clean the kitchen i mop the floors but i'm like very um quality time and gift giving those are like my you know my big ones
1: i think i'm an act of service guy
2: yeah 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 it's an interesting thing to read up on but mine is definitely gifting nice
1: I'm all into the receiving gifts and I and I do like giving gifts there's joy but like when it comes to just like like
2: the perfect thing for someone
1: it's so nice feeling are you talking about love languages yeah we're talking about love languages because I never heard that before
0: oh yeah it's um something I've never experienced it
2: sounds to me like
0: you have you have
2: I mean yes (laughs) like it doesn't have to be from someone you dated it's just from people you interact with so it's like um you know what what does your friend do that make you feel good like oh well someone sometimes friends drop off bags full of random snacks on your doorstep that 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 feels nice right
0: my love language is um bringing the booze oh uh, there yeah. you
2: go that's bring sort of that's a gift that's a that's a that's, uh, that's
0: yeah. and, an act of
1: and an active service you
2: can service. always count
0: on me to bring the booze the jokes and the party <laughs> 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 All right, so cool. Mia was kind enough to drop off. Do you want to tell the story behind why you're dropping off a gift to me? Yeah, today?
2: I mentioned to Dan earlier that I assumed I would be at your house filming this yeah. today. Um, you know, fun, get to hang out with my friend Steven, but uh, no. So he was like, no, it's a Zoom call. And I was like, all right, that's, I guess, fine. Um, so I thought we would be doing snack corner together. So. If, I had,
0: if I had known that you had known that, I would have made arrangements, but I just didn't have the time.
2: I was very clear. And I apologize.
0: I, was- I apologize. I know. It was a weird set of tech I was like, what the fuck is she talking about? And you were probably like, what the fuck is he talking about?
2: It's fine. Anyway, so in lieu of that, I dropped off a bunch of random snacks from H Mart. H Mart? The Asian grocery right. store. I'm
0: opening the bag. Ah.
2: I told him not to open until during show. The first now, time.
1: That's why We have an Asian Mart around, around where I live. And they don't have cheese ends.
2: No, they've got a, no. They've got free smells okay. They all have free <laughs> they smells. do free smells. <laughs> yeah, right. everywhere. We oh, man. have got so a what selection
0: we got? here, guys. Um, <laughs> what I want to start with here. Let's save this one for the last one because that says sweet on it, and I like to have a dessert. <laughs> right. um, a snack meal. You gotta have a snack meal.
2: Those are the Got
0: I can't, there is not an English word on this bag. No, there's not, but they are,
2: I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, but they are, um, they are chips and they're like kind of flavored after tabaki. Am I pronouncing that word right? Which are like these spicy Asian rice cakes, they're Korean, they're Korean rice cakes.
0: Okay, so it looks like, like, um, yeah. That looks like, like, you know, it's funny. a it's a Cheeto, there. but All it's expensive. like a
1: it's a Cheeto Ziti. It's a Zito. It's like a Cheeto yes. taki I would or say. a Cheeti or a taki yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good crunch. Sounds like it has a good crunch. What flavor is it supposed nice... to be? Is that something you it's can so... determine from the packaging? No,
0: like it's, sweet it's chili. A... I think. I'd like say a sweet chili.
2: Yes, hold on. I will... You see?
0: Okay, but it's not hot. It's very. It's much more oh, sweet. Okay. Forward. Yeah. yeah.
3: I like it. In
2: the chat, I sent you how, what, I, I don't know how to pronounce that. T-T-E-O-K B-O-K-K-I okay. Perhaps?
3: Okay. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna I hope make... they make wacky <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <Nah>.
2: Yeah. This <laughs> one just had a picture of a chicken drumstick on the cover. And I said, sure.
1: I hope it's chocolate flavored. <laughs> Yes, this, they this one definitely has on a it. chicken wing. Ooh, and it's got three different chicken peppers on
0: it. It's the same exact texture. Oh, it's the same more. Chidi or, or Zito.
2: Maybe that's just like their standard shape.
0: Less sweet. The heat is coming in. Coming in yeah, hot. I'm wow. so
1: jealous right now.
0: Yeah, that's got a kick. <laughs> it's like a regular chicken with a kick. <laughs> that was spicy. That's cool. We're going to have to start on Instagram now because I have to get a photo of all these oh, yeah. snacks to post on it.
1: I'll do mine real quick while you're, while you're cooling off and having a palate reset.
3: Oh, I yeah. was
0: in
1: the Poconos last week for a little vacay. Oh, the and, Poconos. Uh, oh, yeah. We went to this, uh, this place in Jim Thorpe, PA, on our way there called House of Jerky. And House <laughs> of Jerky had all of the uh, – any animal you can think of jerkified. And I had a guy behind the counter that had the PETA shirt that said people for the eating of tasty animals. He was very much that guy who's like measures his dick by his ability to make bacon, like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, which the stereotype is backwards. I have met very few aggressive vegans or vegetarians in my day. And uh, I have met nothing but aggressive carnivores. When I was not eating meat, it was like I had to be put on a fucking tribunal by anybody about what I eat and when and like, whatever. But while I was there, I decided I was going to get some kind of crazy jerky. And so I got camel jerky. And because um, I figure it's jerky. That is jerky. fucked I mean, up, man. Jerky, well, jerky just tastes How like How dare jerky, you? Right? I got camel jerky and I got uh, beef jerky. The beef jerky was good. The camel jerky, I bit into it. and I was like, okay, it just tastes like any jerky. But then the texture was all gamey and it was so bad that I threw it out. Camel jerky, do not recommend. But you know what I do recommend that I also got at House of Jerky? I got this little tube here of sun-dried tomato basil roasted crickets. What? Roasted crickets. And crickets are apparently extremely healthy. They're just protein. And uh, not going to lie, they're real fucking good. Uh, I am a fan. And I feel like and they're the kind of thing like crickets like like there's like movements to eat bugs and i'm not necessarily one of those people but i was reading into the literature you're holding a container of bugs yes but i mean like i'm not like oh i'm cooking you know these things for my pasta instead of shrimp which people do apparently i looked this up yeah but like the big movement for for bugs is that it's like one of the greenest things that you can do it's it's like you're it's yes sustainable is the word it's completely sustainable it's like very good for you and they're tasty they honestly taste like peanuts Mm. but they're to be they're
2: a, there's a place in our neighborhood that does cricket tacos. Uh, yes. And they're not bad. They're a little umami kind of
1: like. a little bit of that.
2: Yes, Feliz, but they're yeah, the cricket ones are good and they also do chicken skin tacos there. Very good.
0: Ooh,
1: that's that their
2: sounds amazing. weird menu. And I'm like that's not that weird. I'll eat it. But um
0: one of our one of our ex-chili alum used to work at Tacueria Feliz. Oh. Look, here's the little
1: this Francisco Antonez. Man, It just tastes like a peanut.
0: Crunch, crunch. Eat it for brunch. Crunch
1: it up. You know what I mean? Crunch, crunch, eat it for brunch. But yeah, so I just thought that was kind of neat. And so we went to a drive-in movie and I sat there eating bugs.
2: Where was the drive-in? At Mahoning?
1: It was Mahoning. Yeah. We went uh, for Goonies up. and then we went for Texas Chainsaw.
2: Cool. I'm going at the end of October for the double feature of The Thing. Oh, I want to go to that so bad. Go. It's, we're camping overnight there, too.
1: Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Might be the, the reason we went the week, like, for the events we went to is because uh, my girlfriend's parents have a timeshare in the Poconos for one week a year. And so Mahoning's, like, pretty close so we can stay late for all the movies and, mm-hmm. you know, do that kind of thing. But, man, I love that place.
2: Yeah. I heard that, what was it, this past weekend was, like, um, Bruce Campbell was there. So they were doing, mm-hmm. like... Evil Dead, and yeah, Bruce Campbell was there to Ugh. Q&A, I guess.
1: Um, I saw the pictures that he was taking with people. They set up socially distanced pictures, so there's pictures of people just like, you know, six feet away from him, and everybody's smiling. It's pretty cool, including yeah. him. He's loving it. Steve, what's the next snack in the bag?
0: Dude, I'm still reeling from that chicken wing chip. You're bright red right now. It was spicy, dude. Nice. The next one is called just Shrimp Cracker. I've had these. Yeah.
1: They're good.
0: They're nice. Nice. They're better than... They don't taste like shrimp, though. No. Well, I also... My tongue is still on fire from the chicken wing one. I did That'll the whole get cricket you.
1: thing so you could clean your pellet. What's going on?
0: I know, but it's still burning.
1: Uh.
0: Like like I'm <laughs> returning to the weekend <laughs> with Bernie.
1: <laughs> You're feeling the burn with Steven Root. Now, here's
0: something that is interesting to me. This one is called... Sweet Remembrancer,
2: and I, thought I bought it for the name. You,
0: if you look at the package, it looks like a bunch of like maybe little like twisties or whatever. It's actually just a couple of giant ones.
1: Whoa, Sweet Remembrancer is that Sweet sounds like the subtitle to a like a late in the series Highlander movie.
0: Yeah, and like it's hard. I know if it's one of those things where I know if I crack it open, crumbs everywhere.
3: Yeah. Like a granola yeah. bar. So I'm gonna take it a
0: little nibble. Like a, off the top it looks like here.
1: a twisted dry churro.
0: It's very dry. Did
1: did uh, <laughs> fond memories suddenly come flooding back to you? Oh my god.
0: My <laughs> it's all coming back. These aren't sweet remembrances. The night, I
1: demand a refund. The,
0: na- the night at the lake. <laughs> yeah. Kiss on the cheek. Oh, a touch of the hand, a crumbly cinnamon twist. <laughs> a crumbly cinnamon twist. What's the flavor profile like? It's got a good. Um, it got a good char. It kind of tastes like um, you know, at like nice Italian restaurants, and they have like not like the bready breadsticks, but the hard, thin. Oh yeah. Dead yeah, the dippies It's exactly yeah. like that, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Soupy-dippies. <laughs> but it's it's sweet. It's got a cinnamon taste. It's very. It's nice. It's not overly sweet, really which nice. I like.
1: Are there any more snacks in your bag? No, that's it. But They were uh, all, all
0: very delicious, and I can't rank wait them. to snack on them while I play the Avengers later on. <laughs> no, rank them. Rank the snacks. Uh, I'm going to go definitely um, the sweet chili... Number one, I'll go chicken wing number two, sweet remembrances number three, and shrimp cracker number four, just cause it didn't really taste like cracker. shrimp. Can you do Michael Caine talking about
1: sweet remembrances? <laughs> <laughs> I'll remember my first sweet
0: remembrances. A nice, it's a nice treat. If you have need to remember anything sweet, please have a sweet remembrance. You remember all the things that you had before you had the treat called "Sweet Remembrances" by Michael Caine.
2: <laughs> Sounds like a This yeah, yeah. is a Michael Kane
0: ASMR "Sweet Remembrances" special edition.
1: Dude, whenever we go to the Poconos, there's this uh, there's this store there called Odd Lots. And it's just a store filled with just, like, broken old shit. Like, I got, I
3: got, a, highly, <laughs> I got a
1: highly illegal wrist rocket there for $3. The, like, the slingshots that, you, that go on your wrist. I got one of those for $3 while I was there. But uh, just for showing <laughs> Show up, <laughs> they, give you a, they give you a free gift on the way out. And uh, you can pick whatever you want. And it's just, like, extremely broken shit.
3: And mm-hmm. last like year when
1: i went to the poconos i got myself a, a little uh tube of antonio bandera's aftershave oh my <laughs> my the God. because it's so poorly designed too because it's one of those flat cap tops that you put upside down but if you open it that way it's uh it's not very viscous so it just like dumps out so it's just it's a complete failure but it's a great aftershave and I I love it so much. And I went back to OddLots this year. I was like, I'm going to clean them out of Antonio Banderas and (laughs) Aftershave. But they didn't have any. So instead, I bought a very illegal weapon.
2: Do you know what Antonio Banderas is up to besides making Aftershave right now? He also designs a line of men's capes.
0: capes. He's also coming. He's coming over later.
1: Ah. Honestly, I am surprised that i didn't guess that because i'm not surprised of course he does capes that's incredible
0: Why he dan you can get antonio banderas aftershave for uh the low oh, low two, price $2. Of under yeah. twenty dollars
1: yeah the the giant tube on amazon's two dollars i've already i've already do been, you know what been, it's been called yeah it's called um uh i don't have it on me I, but yeah it has a funny name what is it antonio that's not the one <laughs> The one I have is something like Shift by Antonio or like some some single word
0: Assassin's by Antonio yeah. Bandera.
1: There's also Vamanos a Blue Antonio.
2: Seduction. Ooh, okay. And then there's also one How called about Seduction in Black.
0: <laughs> Antonio Bandera's it. travel kit with Black Bag Spirit After Spirit After Spirit. It's Spirit. Yeah. Aftershave balm, bath and shower gel/shampoo, 795 for all four of those products and a carrying bag. That's a deal. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's
1: odd lots prices. Honestly, they didn't they didn't drop much when they gave me the aftershave for free, and it's great too because I'll shave with it, and then I'll you know I'll put it on after I'm done shaving, and then I'll come out of the bathroom, and my girlfriend will be like, "Oh my God, it, did Antonio Banderas get into this house? I think I can smell him," and i I say, "No, no, it is just me."
2: You take your no, cape exactly. and you I, you like
1: whisk it, it over seat. your it's, face. It's, it's <laughs> only if skinny. one person on the planet could sell me a cape, it's Antonio Banderas. Oh, Anybody absolutely. else, they'd be like, you want this cape? I'd be like, I'm good. I'm not a cape guy. But he was like, but why aren't you a cape guy? You could be like me. I'd be like, I'll take 10 capes, please. <laughs> Antonio. <laughs> I smell like you. I, I, want, I, want I like call it a
0: free spirit lip balm. <laughs> After shaving balm, I mean.
1: <laughs> I'd be like, uh, I guess,
0: uh, gracias, sir, because this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Do we have, we, we're a little bit over time. Do we have time for stupid questions?
1: I Absolutely. think we can do real quick soup, you know, like 10 minutes, because I, I, I want to get some dinner in me, but we okay. can do so a, a real quick, uh, stupid questions.
0: Let's keep it at three. Uh, Mia, okay. pick, a, pick a number between one and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Six. All right, this will be a quick one. Can I eat a whole Hershey's bar? Is that allowed?
2: Fuck you. Yes, of course you can.
1: It better be allowed or else I am a rule breaker.
2: I have a friend, well, he's more like a friend of a friend, and he's, like, super into fitness. And the one day he was like, man, I just don't understand how, like, anyone could, like, eat an entire pint of ice cream. Like, that doesn't make any sense. And I was like, you understand? You don't fucking understand how someone can eat an entire pint of ice cream? You don't get that? That's
1: foreign to me. I don't understand how someone can put it away after they've started.
2: (laughs) A pint, you know, 16 ounces of ice cream. Like that's, come on, that's that's like that's nothing.
1: I've done that the before where I... I'm like full from dinner and I'm like, oh, I just wanna see what this ice cream's like. I'll eat it tomorrow. And then I taste it and then like an hour later I wake from my coma and I'm just covered in blood. I have no clothes. I'm like, what happened? But the pint's gone. It's, it happens every time.
0: I, I chose this question pepper. because it was one of the more supportive uh, set of answers or responses to this question. Which were yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, chomp on it. Are you not supposed <laughs> to? I mean, who's gonna stop you? I don't like, see why could, not. Like these we're are talking very a regular size
2: Hershey bar, right? We're not talking yeah, like when you yeah. go to Hershey like their actual like park. Oh and you get the like giant the novelty
0: like, five pound the, bars. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean
2: Okay, maybe you wanna take some breaks on that one, but like yeah, if you're getting yeah. a regular like s'mores one, fuck it. Fuck it up.
0: Yeah. All right. I'm not keeping Dan, it. number between one pocket. and six. Four. One, two, three, four. Uh, this, I knew you were going to pick this one. I did, as if I
1: had any criteria, but random. We might,
0: we might only have time for just this last one. Is a cereal a soup? Uh, um,
1: I posted a, a question on Stupid Questions, hoping that it would somehow make it onto the show last week. And it was, is cereal breakfast soup? Or is soup dinner cereal?
0: So I'm glad that you wait, found
1: something close.
0: Wait, you fucking tried to stack the deck against your own podcast?
1: I wanted the question asked on air. So I asked it on that just to say it was an Just experiment. text me privately. I thought this would be fun no, that, if you I actually asked that question. But that you stumbled across a very similar question. Is cereal soup? And so the question is, is cereal breakfast soup or is soup dinner cereal?
2: See, I think it goes by, you know, temperature. So it's like gazpacho is a soup, but that is also served cold. So, so I got to
0: say, soup is definitely not dinner cereal. Yeah. But it could
2: be. I guess
1: it's the weaker I mean. one.
0: And I, I, don't, I, cannot, not I cannot cite my, my references. I don't know why I feel that way. If I think I about know, it, in my in heart, it says.
1: Yeah. Soup was first. So cereal is derivative of soup. But is it a soup?
2: no. no.
0: I think, I think cereal is a soup, but I don't think that soup is a dinner cereal. That sounds kind of um, blasphemous yeah. in my mind.
2: I think like the base of a soup involves a stock. Yeah, milk. Milk, milk. No, milk's not a stock.
0: How is it not a stock? It comes from an animal.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it's not a stock.
1: Yeah, so is steak a stock? No, it's a steak.
2: No, but <laughs> that, if you put, the bones, really funny if like put the bones of that steak in water and boil it, then you have a stock.
1: You got yourself a
2: stew. And then you got yourself a stew, baby. You
0: got yourself a stew. Yeah.
2: Boil it so up, a stew. if I were no. if I were to
0: boil milk, oh, this is going to be terrible.
1: No, because then you have hot cereal.
2: That's a chowder. But That's even oatmeal. with the chowder, you need fish stock involved. There needs to be some sort of a seafood stock involved. So I'm going to say no. Is oatmeal a cereal? cereal? No.
0: Yes, it but- is.
1: But hot cereal, is hot cereal oatmeal? like,
2: Yeah, technically. Because like it's
1: different. Yeah, rips, I guess, Farina. I wish Dennis Farina was the <laughs> spokesman for Farina. He's like, boiled oats, eh? You can keep it. <laughs> oh, He's yeah.
2: Dead. Farina. Farina's dead. You have to bring him back. Poor Farina.
0: When, um, did, when did breakfast become so shitty?
1: <laughs> yeah. Breakfast, eh? You can keep it. That's, that's my only wait, Farina wait, quote. Is, am
0: I not doing Dennis Farina? You're probably doing Dennis he, Franz. yeah.
2: Farino was yep. the second host of Unsolved Mysteries. Dennis Franz was Are the angry dude.
1: Yeah, Dennis Franz was the was like the hurdle in Die Hard Two.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, Dennis Farina was the boss in Manhunter, and he's always he the guy it. that whenever he ends up in a new town, he's like Miami, huh? You can keep it. I mean, it's it's universal. he's <laughs> it
2: a, it a cigarette. Yeah, yeah I
0: like yeah. Den- I like Dennis just, Franz better. A he's, more of a, he's more funny. He's funnier.
1: As- when Dennis Farina died I had to have the same conversation with Kevin Lau who kept making Dennis Franz jokes. I was like Dennis Farina was not on NYPD Blue. You're thinking of Dennis yeah. Franz. And uh, you know so it goes. All right, I would we got say time for that cereal... Oh, wait, oh, right. well, I even Go. chimed in. Cereal I want to say is not a soup but since I died on the hill a couple weeks back of hot dogs and tacos being sandwiches, I'm going to go ahead and say that cereal is a soup of sorts. It's a derivative of soup the same way that a van is derivative of a car. Soup you know, came first.
0: All right. I, I mean, I'm glad you agree with me, but I don't, I'm not happy with the uh, circumstances that surround it. I don't want you to give up just because you conceded or because you you had a, a big stake in our last conversation. I want you to concede because with I'm my right. Heart,
1: then cereal is not a soup, if we're going with my heart. But at the same time, I do think that it is a riff on soup for breakfast. You
0: know? Like Hobbs when and pizza's Shaw on a bagel, you can have pizza anytime.
1: Movie. It's not a fast and furious movie, Hobbs and Shaw, but it is like derivative of the fast and furious movies. Milk and cereal is way better than Hobbes and Shaw. I'm, I'm always going to invoke Hobbes and Shaw if I can. And it's, <laughs> no, the, that was a terrible movie. But no, I, cereal, okay, if I'm going with my heart, cereal is not stupid, cereal.
0: All right. Well, agree, disagree. Um, one last one. Mia, one through. Five. I think logically it's cereal. But my emotions say that it's, well, not, uh, only logic, it's not only logically, but like by name alone, yes, it is cereal.
1: Yes. I'm saying logically it is a soup, but I, my heart says that it's a cereal. It says that's what you wanted, you wanted me not to make it logical and just go with feeling. And I'm going to go with the feeling that it is a cereal. But I
2: will be calling it breakfast soup from now on.
1: <laughs> you, by all means. Me too. <laughs> Honestly, me too. I think that's the real answer. Is just, ooh, I'm going to have a bowl of breakfast soup, and then if you're eating soup, you're like, oh, dinner cereal time. Dinner <laughs> breakfast for dinner. Mm. <laughs> I've never. All right, had Mia. One, one through five.
0: Last one. One. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna eighty six that one. One through four. One. Why is it called a soap <laughs> opera when nobody sings?
3: Hmm.
1: Yeah, like the soap aspect came from the ads that used to be targeted at stay-at-home housewives. Mm-hmm. Uh. But the opera part of it. Fuck soap operas. That's, yeah, I hate them. I mean, I've never liked them anyway.
0: Nobody sings. Well, all right. You know what? Let's just do a rapid fire round. I'm just going to tell you what the other three options were, and we can pick the best one that we want to go into. I'm really kind of
1: hung up on this, though. All right. Where do they get that from? Opera, by definition, is that everything is sung.
0: Yeah. And nothing's sung. Like that, like my favorite show, Hamilton. An opera. I,
1: it's not really an opera, but I think that it. Well, what can makes Le Mis an be opera? Considered? And not Hamilton. It an every opera. every word is sung. I so think is, for uh, Hamilton, Hamilton
2: is a hip hop opera, right? Yeah. Remember when that was a thing?
1: I do
3: think
0: that it's
1: technically an opera because they don't really have any speaking. It's all, you know, I, I wouldn't say it's all singing, but it's all musical. The closest performance, they get to sure.
0: speaking is you know rapping
1: yeah but I mean even that's like singing if you would like that's I think that requires using your vocal instrument in a musical way yeah. so that is without a doubt I think it could there be classified are, as an opera like you know circle square or square rectangle You know,
0: there are like certain moments where the rapping does get very you know lays on the side of talking more than it is rapping but we're, we're missing the point of the question why is it called a soap opera when nobody sings?
2: That's a good question. Does an opera have to, do you have to sing in an opera? Or is it just like really melodramatic? Like, is that what the thing is?
0: That's, if I had to venture a guess, I would say it had, it would have to be the melodrama, right? Like the,
1: yeah.
2: the over. Opera is.
1: I also wonder too, if soap opera was, I don't if that wasn't the official term. And it was just kind of like the dismissive term, like, oh yeah, they're always, you know, like, oh yeah, my wife, she stays home watching them soap operas. You know, the same yeah. way you'd be like, hey, it's a creature feature, a chick flick. You know, like that kind of thing where it's just yeah, a dismissive way of. of
0: I'm trying yeah, not to it look it up stuck. online because I can see that Mia is doing it from the fluctuations on her, on her, on the light. I on sure her did, because
2: right I, I Googled what an opera was. Because I was like, well, what is actually an opera? Um, it's a form of theater. In which music has a leading role and the parts are taken by singers, but it's not distinct from musical theater.
0: Okay, so that that actually There's does bring singing up involved. a point well, okay. Not singing so much, but music does have a very integral role in the soap operas because they'll have like the big dramatic knowledge music. drop yeah. and then they'll like stare at each other intently for like thirty full seconds while dramatic music plays behind them. I don't know if that's the same thing, but that's still a musical uh aspect Element. to it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's true i'm I'm literally just googling that question.
2: <laughs> that's a good one. That's, Why that's is it called a stupid soap opera? question? That is not a stupid question. How do you submit these stupid questions, Steven?
0: I'm not going to tell you my secret.
2: Oh, people who submit them directly to you?
0: No, it's on Reddit. Um,
2: oh. Yeah,
1: there's just a, a subreddit on stupid questions.
0: There's one that I wanted to get to yeah. real quick, and I think that we can answer it very quickly while Dan looks this up. Um, what is the colloquial term for a group of Karens? Is it a gaggle, a gang, a cluster, a mob? Oh, I think it should be called a problem of Karens.
2: A problem, yeah.
0: I was going to say either or, that or, or a murder. Or a complaint. Go a a complaint, a complaint. A complaint of Karens. A complaint yeah. of Karens. Yeah, lock that in. That's done. You win. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, a complaint a of, Karens.
3: of Karens.
2: Yeah. Also, did you see that uh, chart where it was like mapping the um, popularity of the name Karen alongside of men's names? So the male equivalent of Karen is actually Terry.
3: Terry.
0: Oh.
2: With a terrible population. Terry.
0: No, it can't be Terry. It
2: is Terry, Terry because... Cruz. Sorry. I'm Hulk Hogan. There. There's a lot of good Karens in the world. And Hulk I... Hogan.
1: Yeah, Karen Carpenter. Yeah, his... Hulk Hogan's name is, is Terry.
0: Yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, he's a, he's also a piece of shit, though. We can
1: good
2: names happen to bad people, or bad names happen to good people. So it's fine. It happens.
3: So I the like closest, Dan or
0: Steven.
1: I have some information. All right. Opera is a word derived from the word "opus," which can mean a musical or literary work. So it doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be, um, but. They called them soap operas in the '30s because they were on the radio,
3: mm. oh. and so
1: they just thought of it as an audio thing. Mm. And so the soap ads always came through. But uh, yeah, and that's
2: and that why that. I use olive
1: There you <laughs> go. Um, oh yeah, like this. Uh, you know, think about like an opera house. Um, they're like someone says here that they visited a french town where there was an opera house and it was called the opera house but they never had any opera there it was a police station a city hall a theater an art center a whole bunch of different things over the years and so it generally just meant like a gathering spot. Sure so work. i think like that, that it being a melodramatic very large like it's all the wealth, the emotions makes it an opera Because if we called it a soap drama, people would be like, man, this drama is kind of goofy. But if you call it a soap opera, you're like, oh, man, her clone is really in love with that other guy. (laughs) You know, like,
0: it just makes sense. And her brain got transplanted into a man. Yeah, yeah. Love it. All right. Well, (sighs) should we call it?
1: Next week, we are going to have a very interesting conversation. (laughs) I look forward to it. And you guys should all listen. Thank you for bearing with us. Uh, during our week off while I was out <laughs> farming crickets and such. Um, so you can find all my shit at Dan Scully on all the different things. Check out Cinema76.com, Findy.com, and I Like To Movie Movie. Steve, you got any plugs?
0: Uh, yeah, and also listen to his girlfriend's uh, podcast, Depth Impact, yes. on which I my episode is still yet to be released, but I'm not really in any hurry to hear it
1: although I am. I'm sure it'll be fine.
0: I know. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, you can't really, you can't really rush perfection. So I'm I'm (laughs) sure she's still editing it and making sure that I sound the best I can. She's Um, also sitting
1: on like 30 episodes that are recorded. Oh, I know. Yeah. We talked talked about that too. Yeah. You
3: Um,
0: you can follow my, my you can follow my dog at BB eight underscore the Corgi. still not really seeing those follows guys. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) uh anyway thank you
2: guys for having me today um
0: mia do you want to plug anything
2: no you could add me to your professional network on linkedin um (laughs) uh uh, maybe if that's what you're into and uh you know i thought you uh, had
0: i thought you had some friends that do podcasts if you want to plug their podcast go ahead
2: i don't have any friends Stephen. oh duh
0: well, I guess that makes two of us.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, guys!
2: Nobody well, can Do you know? Off the bridge.
0: Do you know how to do our final? No. Send off. All right. Well, just do the best well, you can. Well, that's actually key. Yeah. So,
1: oh yeah, and guys, like and subscribe and tell your friends about Hot Property. Please do.
2: Smash that! Oh, yeah, subscribe. I meant to
0: plug that at the beginning Smash of the episode. Smash that like button
1: we need reviews
0: on itunes if you if you review something on itunes let me tell you this if you review something on itunes uh and screenshot me because i know you know my phone number if you're listening um a screenshot of it i will venmo you two dollars uh, <laughs> by doing that so you're
1: buying us fans oh i'm buying
0: us fans right now so yeah. some uh, of the first reviews
1: fixed. on i like to movie movie on itunes were just me and uh, I was like, oh, I'm not going to do that with Hot Property. I want it to be natural. And now I'm totally going to do it. I'm going to write us a review.
0: I'm not so sending bitches, you $2.
1: Get on it. No, no, you don't have to send me $2. That's fine. All right.
0: Yeah, and good. as always, that's been Hot Property. And it's, it's got, got to be to be to good. Be good and, and it's got to be live. It's
3: got
1: to be live. Cool. All right. <laughs>